Welcome back to the Spiritually Intimate Conversations podcast. I am your host, Blair Dreesen, and today we are going to talk on a subject, topic, just something that I'm super obsessed with and I geek out on. It's something that I have loved ever since I was a kid and got introduced to me at a very young age because my mom's best friend actually was like way into like astrology and like very like woo woo y kind of a like lifestyle. Right. And I just remember my mom saying that like when I was born, that was like the first thing she had uh, done for me and my sister was we had our birth charts pulled by her best friend. And so she was always referring to my birth chart and everything. So astrology has been like a huge piece of my life ever since I can remember. Um, and actually when I met my husband and we were like talking about astrology and my husband's like, what, what are you like a witch or a gypsy or like, why do your family care so much about astrology? <laughs> like what's the, you know, why? Um, but I never felt pulled to go like as deep in it as I have, like, say with like in human design. And even though human design has astrology in it as well, they are two separate things. Um, and so I've always just loved being obsessed with other people that that's what they do and that's what they love and that's their passion. And I just geek out on all their content and learn from them. Um, versus me like going down that rabbit hole. Uh, so our guest today is a, a good friend of mine. Her name is Danielle. I have known her now for, we were just saying this before we hit the record button. We've known each other for four years and mm -hmm. we met inside a mastermind together um, that we were doing. It was like a 12, 12 week container. Mm -hmm. It was yep. like a really deep healing container together. It was an amazing experience and I know like I connected with just a couple girls. Like, I connected with everybody there was, but there was a couple girls that we really connected on like different levels, like just like certain things. And Danielle, I actually remember at the very end, I don't know if you remember this, where we all kind of mm -hmm. started like playing around the group with like our intuitive, like we were kind of shining in our own like intuitive gifts and stuff. And we were like doing card pulls for one another and like doing all sorts of different things. And I remember this was when I was kind of, I feel like feeling more comfortable in sharing my intuitive gifts. And I didn't know if mm -hmm. I even really trusted it. And I remember doing a card pull for you. And then you came back and you were like, I was just at dinner, like talking to yes. somebody about everything that I just pulled. And I was like, really? <laughs> like it was, yes. It was I so actually, weird. Blair, I'm actually having a moment right now because I remember, I think that was around my birthday, which my birthday is actually tomorrow. <gasps> that was around my birthday because I remember I was with my girlfriend out for my birthday oh, and, sorry. and I came home and I was having just like a really crazy time around that time. Because of course, you know, there was all the shadow work and all of the inner child healing and everything that we were working through in that program. Yeah. That was the first time I ever dived into any of this work at all. I was introduced to it for the yep. very first time. So it was just so new and it was like, so eye opening and like awakening for me. And so I remember like that birthday, it was my 27th birthday. And I was just having like, all of these different like occurrences and aha moments and breakthroughs. And then you just so happened to like intuitively pull, I think it was like a boundaries card. I remember it because I, I pretty sure I still have it saved in my phone. Oh my gosh. No way. <laughs> I swear to God, because I remember just having this moment of like, wow, she was so in tune with exactly 
not just the message I needed, but also like what I was just talking about. And I just remember like, that was when I was really getting into Oracle cards and everything that is about this world. And mm-hmm. I was just, I was just a baby to it. I was a little baby witch. So people <laughs> like you at that time, like blew my mind. <laughs> so yeah. yeah. That's so funny that you say that because I feel like at that time I was such like a baby witch, like in that, because mm-hmm. I, there were things that I was feeling called to and pulled towards. And I feel like I had been, pl- I played with like in secret, right? Like I talked to two people like astrology, but it was so very like still tame. Like I didn't talk about all the things that I felt like I was like, Oh, people are going to think I am a weirdo. If I talk Mm -hmm. about this kind of stuff or the things that I believe or that the feelings I would get and like my intuitiveness. And so that space, like what we were cultivating just felt like a safe space for us to kind of just like start engaging in that way. So yeah, it was the very first time I really had shared my intuitiveness with mm-hmm. other people in that way. And so I was freaking mm. myself out because I was like, no way, <laughs> no, like, what? it was so weird. And everybody kept telling me this okay. and I was like, shut up. You guys are just trying to be nice. <laughs> yes. Yes. I remember because you were introducing me even to like this world as like a coach. And of course, like, I know you were I believe like more towards like health coaching around that time, but then you were branching into the intuitive and the business piece of it. And I was not at all um, engaged with like as many coaches like that. Like I only knew Caitlin at the time. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, I was introduced to you and then everyone else in the group, even though we weren't all coaches, like everyone had their own like intuitive connection. And again, I, didn't have that many people to talk about this with or share this with. So yeah, I, you're right. I think that was kind of like the beginning of everything in a it way. Really like, was. It really was. It, it, it was like a portal of just like <laughs> initiation. Like we were just kind of like catapulting into this new, um, this new world because now it's so much more normalized. But at that time, I don't know. I just feel like it was still kind of like hidden. It was in the closet. So yeah, we yeah. definitely did. We cracked it wide open, like all of us. <laughs> and when I see like a lot of us from that container, like the, the paths that we've gone and I've like, I've been watching your path and how much you've grown and all the things that you're doing. And every time I see it, I was like, Oh my God, I love it. I love it. Go Danielle. Like look at her owning oh, that shit. Like, I love it. Love it. Love it so much. And what's even funnier so happy birthday, by the way, let's all just send Thank Danielle you. a whole bunch of birthday love because me love some Pisces in my life. My oldest is a mm-hmm. Pisces. I love that energy. Me being an Aquarius. I feel like I get a lot of Aquarius Pisces energy around me. The funny thing yeah. is, is that today, the day that we're recording, I have five close friends to me that are all birthdays today. Three of them are named Jenny's. Oh, that's Weird. interesting. Right. And then <laughs> you were born is it tomorrow? And then I have tomorrow. A close friends that were like the following days. There's like a whole batch of your souls that all just decided mm. that these were the days that you guys all decided to come Earthside, And I love it because you guys I are love all that. Like amazing. Oh, thank you. Thank you, baby. <laughs> yeah. So Danielle, tell us about you and like your story and how you got into astrology and all that. Yeah. I would love to. Thank you, my love. All right. So my name is Danielle Rosado. Um, I am an intuitive astrologer. I am also a Reiki master healer and I'm a spiritual empowerment coach. So as we were discussing, that was, you know, four years ago, the beginning of everything, because um, I really just kind of came into my own um, power. I 
was led to Thailand. I was actually a teacher at that time. So that was when I just first graduated college and I was, you know, in the public school system and just kind of following the path that I thought I always was supposed to follow. And it wasn't until that year that I had a major spiritual awakening. I was in Thailand across the world, you know, completely by myself. And I was teaching English over there. And there was just a whole bunch of ego deaths, as you can imagine, happening because <laughs> I'm by myself for the first time, like away from everything familiar. And, you know, I was going through my own grieving process because I had a lot of deaths and things that were happening in my personal life. Like my dad passed away. You know, I was still grieving my brother passing away. So there was just a lot of karmic experiences going on. And um, I wasn't really resonating with being a teacher anymore. So I was questioning a lot about like, where I was going and what I was supposed to be doing. Um, so as you can imagine, the only thing that I was, you know, turning to that made sense to me at that time when I was in such a like self doubt, questioning everything, what even is my path? Um, the only thing that made sense to me was astrology. Um, so what I was doing in the very beginning was I was just following like the different moon signs, right? Like we always get into like the new moon and the full moon as mm -hmm. like these baby witches. And that's exactly how I started. I was like, okay, well, you know, I'm familiar with the fact that there's a full moon every month, but you know, I, I wasn't familiar with the different signs that the moons would be in. So that was where it really started to open my eyes to this like sense of ritual, how, you know, I can kind of have like a ceremony with myself to be more intentional on a new moon of like the things I'm calling in and wanting to manifest. And then, you know, the full moon being kind of like the releasing process. But since I was so new to it, um, it was interesting for me because it just kind of um, opened my eyes to like different astrologers. And, you know, I started following like different blogs, different podcasts. Um, I'm very much self-taught. So I will say that I did eventually, you know, hire a personal astrologer. And now I'm in like an academy for astrology. So I, I down the line started to um, learn more about it and mm -hmm. like dive deeper. But in the beginning, it was very personal. It was like, I'm using this for my own um, sense of confirmation and just feeling like I'm on time and feeling like I, I have a, uh, something to look forward to every month. Like that was really what I was using it for because I needed that structure, right? Mm -hmm. Like my Pisces, my Pisces energy needs something to like, <laughs> tell me what to do at, at that time, or I can kind of float in space for very long periods of time. So within that, um, that was where it started. And I know that's where it starts for a lot of people. So that was also where I started to like share everything that I was learning. Um, but I was not at all calling myself an astrologer in the beginning. It was just a passion. Mm -hmm. It was something that, um, again, like the more I was like listening to these astrologers, like talk in the terminology that they were, even though I wasn't understanding like all of the different like aspects and the things they're saying, it just like resonated within my soul. It was very much like a calling, like it would just kind of like fulfill everything that um, I was looking for. Like all the answers just like came to me. I was like, this makes sense to me. Like I can, even though I actually don't know what they're saying, I'm feeling it within me. Like it was just more of an intuitive understanding mm -hmm. than like a logical one, which again is also very much my Pisces energy. So 
the more that I was just like getting into it, then I was understanding, okay, it's not just about the moon. Of course, that's where a lot of like people start. But then I was like, there's relationships that the planets have with the moon. And so every full moon in, let's say a full moon in Pisces, like every full moon in Pisces is not going to be the same. It can have similar themes because of Pisces, but there's relationships that that moon has with the planets that will also create the story of what cycle we're in and, you know, what to expect and just like the different patterns behind the different planets. And so then I was really just getting into the planets as people. And the more that I just like understood that they had their own personalities, they had their own, Mm. you know, relationship with you, but also relationship with each other. And the more I was getting into that, then I was like, I'm super into the rabbit hole. I'm so into the deep end. (laughs) I'm not getting out anytime soon. It was just, it, it, it brought out the, just like the storytelling behind astrology that I feel like people are engaged with because again, like even though, you know, not just talking about like mythology and things like that, like that, that's cool. And that's fun. But for me, it's more just like, uh, it's relatable. It's something that I was able to kind of bring it down to earth. It was something that I was able to um, make sense of that. It, even though astrology can feel really complex because it is like, there's so much to it that is like mathematical and, you know, you have the, de- the degrees and you have like, so many different parts that you can get into it but even just like starting with like the planets as people and there's relationships you have with these people and the relationships they have with each other the once I was able to bring that into like form and just understanding it then I was like wow okay so I get it and like once it just kind of clicked I don't even know how to explain it Blair it's just everything now the more I follow it I'm just relating it back to my own personal experience. And I'm like, this is exactly what's happening for me. I know exactly how to work with it. I know exactly what to prepare for. I know exactly like what to expect. And like, there's no, there's no price to that. Right. Just like that feeling of just knowing and that feeling of being prepared and that feeling of not being surprised anymore. And so there's, there's pieces of that, that I'm bringing with my clients and that, I'm bringing into my content that I don't want to overcomplicate astrology anymore. I want to bring it to life and give it a story and have you build a relationship with it that you can feel that sense of, I get it. This makes sense. And this is just me living my life with or without knowing what's going on in the cosmos. It's so much within our subconscious and just like, it's just so such a part of who we are that then you start linking and interpreting it with astrology and you're like, wow, it is so predictable, but also like so much fun to play with all at the same time. So yeah, that's what I like to do. I, you know, that's what I like to do. <laughs> that's what I do. <laughs> oh my God. I love that so much that you refer to it as like planets as people. The minute you said that, I was like, oh that makes it so much easier. And I love that. I love, you know, cause I, I feel like that's what I enjoy doing is trying to make things more digestible for people and make things mm-hmm. a little more simpler. So it's not so overcomplicated, right? Because mm-hmm. everybody just likes to overcomplicate the fuck out of everything <laughs> nowadays. Always. Right. And they stress mm-hmm. themselves out and overthink everything to death. 
So, and I, I get really drawn to people that they're able to do that. And I love that about you. I love that just about your energy. Cause I feel like your energy just like speaks that just naturally, um, mm-hmm. for people. So I, I just love how you, you broke that down, but I guess like share then for, for people, whether they're noobs or not to astrology, like mm-hmm. what, like, why is it so important? Like, I know you were saying like, you can kind of like see things, but like, you know, or predict things, but like, what does that really mean in terms of just like, like our life mm-hmm. and business and relationships and stuff like that? Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, a lot of people get drawn to astrology originally because of their horoscope, right? And mm-hmm. so we understand that the horoscope is usually from your sun sign. That's your zodiac sign. And that's what people identify with because it's quite literally like a part of your ego. That is what the sun is, right? It's like your sense of self and how you, um, you know, kind of your personality, how you portray yourself. Um, However, there's so many other parts that make up who you are. So something that, um, again, I like to kind of just bring back down to earth is for everyone to understand, like, you know, the way that you speak, like right now, like I'm using my Mercury, right? Like Mercury being the planet of communication and teaching and how I process information so that I can share it with other people. So within that, you know, we also understand like, okay, the way you speak may not be tied to the same themes as the way you would like identify yourself, right? Like, Mm -hmm. so the same with how I, um, you know, like how I love, like in relationships, right? Like the, who I'm attracting in relationships, that may be a very different personality to, you know, how I show up within my own self in my own sacred space. So everyone has their own unique essence, their own unique way of doing things that of course, like categorize their life, like relationships, love, business, like, you know, family, like that is of course why the world is what, what it is. Like we all have our own unique approach and our own um, unique, just, I call it like a blueprint, right? Like we have our own energetic design. Mm -hmm. And so something that I love to do so that people can, you know, recognize it in a way that doesn't, again, seem so overcomplicated is that they can just understand, like, if you were to, like, whatever your intentions are, let's say it's for business, right? It's like, if you were to understand the different placements in your birth chart, like the personalities behind that, right? Mm -hmm. And how to work with that energy. So let's say we're talking about Jupiter, right? Because Jupiter is this planet of like expansion and abundance and, you know, good fortune and good luck and opportunity. So we want to very much understand what is the sign? What is the energy behind Jupiter that I was born with so that I can be at the fullest expression of that energy, right? It's like, Mm -hmm. I want to learn my unique codes for abundance. And they're going to be very different than yours, I would assume, even if we had it in the same sign and the same house, which of course, you know, shows the energy that's expressing that planet or the area that it's, that it's impacting. We could have it in the exact same area, but we could also still be expressing it in different ways because we have all these different planets, all these different signs that again, like it's just kind of like, that's our blueprint. Like it's, it's just different. So, but at the same time, we can understand like how I'm going to 
feel activated by that Jupiter energy, right? I can activate that within you. It's like, Blair, you have Jupiter and Leo. I need you to shine. I need you to express yourself. I need you to use your voice more. People need to see you on video. People need to see your expression. They need to hear your passion. They need to see your hand gestures. Like, like the more that you are going to be in that energy, the more that you're going to receive opportunities, the more people are going to notice you, the more that you can make sales. Like, how different that is versus if I was to talk about a Jupiter in let's say Taurus, like that's so different. Like it's, it's so much more softer. It's so much more embodied. It's so much more like about your sense of pleasure and your sense of softness and sensuality. It's not about like the loud, fiery, courageousness, boldness of Leo. It's more just like, you know, how you can, be more intentional and more practical about things and kind of simplify things. So again, it's like the different ways that we're meant to be approaching these different areas of our life, they need to be expressed through that specific sign. And if you can recognize like, okay, what are my intentions? What am I trying to create in my life? What am I trying to manifest in my life? And then you understand like the planet to work with and you understand the area to work with that in and you understand how to express it you're going to be in such a different alignment than you just kind of being in your head and trying to figure it out blindly. And I'm not going to say that you wouldn't be in alignment because I, I personally think that everything is, we're very divinely orchestrated and we're meant to be in the area that we're meant to be in. But I will say that you will feel that much more activated, that much more confident, Mm -hmm. that much more sure of yourself, that much more understanding of like, what the path is and it's going to feel more clear for you and you're also going to feel more like yourself Mm -hmm. because at the end of the day I'm not telling you something that's outside of you I'm quite literally just activating the design that you were born with and so I just provide that um, path for you like I, I, I pave it out you know it's almost kind of like weeding out a, a trail in the woods right and it's like here like this you're, you're already on it but like here's a clearer way of doing it and approaching it and then they're just so amazed at how like it's like oh I already knew that or oh I already like felt that about me but I didn't feel that it was something that maybe I, I could have permission to fully be in that energy or or I just confirmed something for you so now it's like oh I get it you're right that, that's exactly what I wanted to do okay and then they just run for it and Blair it's like their whole life just changes and shifts because now they're just more in 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 the element and in the energy that they were born to be in yeah. And then it, and then everything just kind of falls into place. Everything just makes sense. So that's more like personal astrology, right? Like that's more like you were born at a very specific time on, on a day and in a place that it's going to give that, you know, map, it's going to give the whole picture, but on the day-to-day basis, astrology changes my life because it also shows me how the collective is going to be affected Mm -hmm. and like what's happening for all of us as a whole because those who don't know astrology actually has its own um zodiac sign and that is Aquarius so it's (laughs) funny that you're an Aquarius and I have Um, so much Aquarius in my chart it's like not even funny (laughs) yeah yeah so Aquarius is cool because it has that individuality 
that is also a part of a bigger group, right? It's about everyone as a whole as well. So within that, I always think of that within astrology because it's like, okay, yes, we have the micro, right? We have our own individual selves, but there's also the macro. And it's just kind of like understanding that how I show up, right, is also going to, of course, create a ripple effect of how everyone else is around me. And then I also recognize that if I'm feeling something, right, energetically, emotionally, mentally, then it's also going to affect the collective or the collective can be feeling very similar things. So when I'm sharing my content, I find it so fascinating because I'm like, yeah, you know, Venus is in Capricorn right now. And everyone is going through almost the exact same themes, but they're all experiencing it in very personal ways. And so it's like, I can talk about it in like an umbrella term, like Mm -hmm. for everyone right now, here's something that you could expect. And everyone could be like, oh, that's exactly what's going on in my life right now. But they could be approaching it and reacting to it and feeling into it in all different individual ways. And so, yeah, so that's where, you know, I find it to be helpful, not just personally, but also to understand like world events and what's going on right now, what's been happening for the past couple of years, right? Everything has been literally aligned with the rare cosmic transits that have been happening in the cosmos within astrology. So again, you can go down the rabbit hole however you want, but no matter what, you still find that it's accurate and that it's just, again, relatable. Like it makes sense to you. Yeah. I think that's why I love astrology and and human design as well, because there's so many parallels between the two of them, but ultimately at their core with both of them, it is really about getting back to your own authentic truth before the world came in and tried to condition you with all the shoulds Mm. and how you should show up and how you should talk and what you should be doing in the world and how you should be feeling and all those, right. It's like, that is literally, you strip all that away of what the world kind of tried to imprint on you and getting back to just like, this is how your soul decided to come earth side. This is how your soul decided to exchange energy with the other energies This is how your soul decided to create and to, you know, give back or provide or, you know, whatever, you know, karmic debt you're here to, you know, clear or you're, you know what I mean? Like that is how we decided to be here. And I think like astrology is just a wonderful tool that provides, you know, all of these gifts for people It really helps it it helps with the humanness factor, right? Because our humanness Mm kind of comes in and can like really fuck shit up when we're in our humanness, right? And I feel like Mm -hmm. that's what I love about it is it just, it makes sense of things. And yeah, like what you're saying, like everything starts to feel like this coming home to yourself because you're not fighting against Mm. stuff. You're not resisting stuff because you're like, no, that's, I always knew that to be true about myself, but everybody else told me that's not how I could do it, right? Yes. (laughs) exactly yes and now I'm sitting here I'm like what's my Jupiter in (laughs) when you were saying that I was like what's my Jupiter my Jupiter is in Libra (laughs) I love it I love it yeah so this is what I'm trying to say it's like we recognize that um 
what you what you said within karmic debt right or like the like what we signed up for like these contracts like these things that you know we were born into um that is also something that i like to help people empower people right because mm -hmm. there's also pieces of astrology that especially for going back into like traditional astrology, like back in like the seventies and the eighties, right. When it was first coming out and people were like having all these astrology books talking about like, Oh, if you have this placement in this house, then you're never going to have children or you're never going to get married. And it, there's, there's also like almost kind of like a, what are you born into? Like what kind of karma were you born into? Mm. And so I, so I always like to help people see things from so many different perspectives. I, I call myself like a perspective queen because there's, first of all, like even just one of the placements in your birth chart, you can interpret that into like a million different ways because yeah. it's going to, it's going to be expressed differently all throughout your life. So you, it, it can't be a blanket statement. Like yep. you just, you, you really can't, but also like coming from the healing perspective as well and understanding like how I've transmuted energy and how I cleared a lot of karma and how I've released a lot of like, you know, self-doubt and, you know, reprogrammed my subconscious over time. And I recognize within my own self before going into the world of astrology, how I could change my life and rewrite my story. So I also brought that into, you know, explaining, Hey, like, there's definitely going to be some challenges. I'm not going to sugarcoat things. Like I'm very um, straightforward, but I'm also giving them tools and ways that they can work with that energy so that they can mm. heal with that energy and they can understand the depth to it, but also the superpowers behind it. So it's like, yeah, yeah sure. That's, that's a difficult placement. I'm not going to lie to you. Like personally, I have Pluto in the fourth house like that's where the deaths within my family came through that's where a lot of things from my childhood you know the fourth house has to do with the home and the family and my inner child and my sense of foundation and so yeah like do I constantly need to be meeting these like shadow pieces of my inner child all the time but I also recognize like the power behind mm. that within my ancestral healing and within like how I'm going to be you know a, a mother to my kids and when I'm you know in a family and I have a home like how I can always just help them feel secure so it's like I kind of took everything like I, ba I basically bridged all of the different modalities and the different um, techniques that I've used, you know, for myself first. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then I, and then I learned how to approach that with astrology so that no one feels like I'm doomed because I was born with this specific placement and yeah. they, and they know how to alchemize any pain or any things that that brings up. Yeah. I think that's so important. I'm so glad we went down this, this path because I feel like that's super important to really, for people to understand and to hear, because that's definitely something that I feel like I'm probably going to be talking about more and more and more. I feel like these are conversations I've had definitely, um, privately with other, you know, leaders or healers or influencers, um, this important of importance of your own discernment when you're receiving information, but also from like healers or guides, like in the information that they're giving, right? Like, like what you're saying, I, you know, I really 
understand that piece because just much like you, I think because of our background of what, what we went through within all of that, like inner child healing and subconscious reprogramming work and understanding, like, you're right. Like me, like when people look at my charts, I get that a lot. Like people are like, Oh, there's a lot of shadow there, or your soul really signed up to just be somebody who walks through kind of like the harder times. And you're kind of here to experience a lot of that darkness but it's like, that's your gift because then like you get to walk through that darkness with other people. You get to be that light for other people. Mm-hmm. You know, they, mm-hmm. they, I've heard it explained to me. Sometimes they're like, you're like almost like a Robin Williams, right? Like a comedian, mm-hmm. like they go through a lot of pain, but then they get to, you know, they make light of it. Right. And other people get to mm-hmm. laugh from that, but that's still like, it's a hard path to walk. And that was mm-hmm. hard for me to hear at times. Cause I was like, I don't want that. Right. But it's also, it's given me senses of freedom of like, but how do I experiment with that in my own energy and not let that then again, become a condition or a story or a box or a label that I stick myself into. Right. And so I always try to remind people of that, like with all of these things, right. They are tools. They're never the end all be all of like who you Mm -hmm. ultimately are. It's just saying that your energy maybe naturally is flowing in these ways. And then you just could do experiment in it in your own life and still trust your own body to tell you what is correct for you. And that is ultimately always always like your own discernment, your own power, clicking into like your guides, whatever that looks like. Right. And so Mm -hmm. I do, I think that's so important for whether somebody's listening to this and they're going down this path of always like click back into your own discernment, you know, does that feel correct for you? And then also a reminder to anybody who does what we do, right. Mm -hmm, And you're coaching mm -hmm. people and you're leading people, like be careful with your verbiage and your own energy Mm -hmm. of what you're sharing to people and making sure that you're creating it in a safe space to allow them to still play in their energy in it. Yes. Right. And not boxing them in when you're like, Oh, Oh. this is who you are. Like that's a very like, (laughs) Oh yeah. Right. Trust me. I, I totally get it. No, I love that you're mentioning this. It's so important. I think that when it comes to that sense of what you're saying, like labeling, this is who I am. You're right. Like now it's creating a story. Now Mm -hmm. that's even more, it's it's kind of like a spiritual ego now that you created. Right. It's like, oh, well, like, this is just who I am. And there's no way that I can change that. And it's like, no, 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 no. Like, (laughs) that's not what I said. (laughs) But there, we have to be very mindful. I'm very much a person when I'm doing a reading with someone, I like it to be extremely like conversational because Mm -hmm. I tell them all the time. I'm like, listen, I'm not going to assume that I know what this placement means for you. You are the one first and uh, first and foremost, that's going to be able to like reflect it back to me. It's almost like astrology being like a mirror, right? Like it's like, we understand we understand that it's like, okay, I can see that. And I can, again, interpret that in so many different ways, because it's my own personal experience. But when I'm talking about a placement, I'll explain the different themes. I'm also an intuitive channel. So like, sometimes like I will have experiences that I just say something because I'm like, this is what's coming through specifically for that. But then I always turn it back with a question. I always, always, always reflect it back with asking them, how has that you know, shown up for you? Does that make sense to you? How does that relate to you? Mm-hmm. So that they can just reflect back to me, you're right on time, you're on the target with that. That's exactly how it was. Or they tell me a personal story. 
that confirms exactly what we just talked about. And that is where I started to like really just remember that what I was talking about with you, it's like, we can have the same exact placement. We could, we could literally be twins player. Like we could be like minutes apart. Right. Mm -hmm. And we could still be experiencing things in completely different ways, but it's also similar. It's the same theme. And that was when I'm like, okay, wow. Like astrology has so much, um, like, like what I was talking about earlier, like there's predictability with it, but then there's also just like the lens that you're seeing it through. That is what makes it what it is. Right. Mm -hmm. So I'll give you an example. Like, you know, I was living my chart before I had my, you know, spiritual awakening, as you can call it, before I learned all these tools and, you know, just really diving into this world, I was living my chart through like the shadow lens, right? Like I was living it through a, a, just a different way. It's like, there's no matter what placements or signs or houses, doesn't matter. You can see it from like, you know, here are some shadow elements to that, right? And here's some of like the superpower traits to that. And of course there's duality. You're going to blend the two. It's nothing's wrong. There's no wrong. There's no negative. There's no bad, but you recognize that you can see this from the lens of, oh my gosh, like that, like I'm just in my shadow. I don't, there's no light here. But then when you kind of like, you know, work through those shadows and you come out on this other side and you could see the light, then you can see that as like, wait, wow, I was living through my shadow there for a long period of time. And now I'm seeing that placement as a superpower. Now I see like the gifts behind that. And so there's something there that I, again, like you could be having very similar charts, but living it through such a different experience because it just really depends on how self-aware you are, mm -hmm. how, you know, even just the environments you're in, you know, just like what you, your choices, like we still have free will. So it's just so important that we recognize that because I talk about that with my clients also. They, I don't want them to see this as like, I'm telling you what's going to happen to your life because I personally, I don't have control over that. And you're the only one who are, who's going to make the choices that you make. And don't look at this as like a, I have to follow this in such a rigid way, or there's, there's rules to this because that's not true either. You're going to live in alignment exactly as you're meant to Like the choices you're making are in alignment with your chart. They are in alignment with the cosmos with or without you knowing what the hell is going on. I promise you you're on the path. It's just, if you have this in your, I guess if, if you're just more aware of it, it's going to just reflect things back to you. And it can confirm things for you, or you can see, oof, I stepped, I was in my shadow there. I see what I see, how I reacted unconsciously. I see like why I did that. And again, it's not to like make an excuse or it's not to kind of put you in a box. It's more just like, I could see why I did that. And it just helps you not feed into it as much, right? Like it just, it just, it brings a different light to it. So I hope that makes sense. I kind of went off on the tangent there, but yeah, no, I, I, was... I, I love it. I, it was, it's kind of like there's, there's potentiality, right. And like certain things that could be coming. Cause I was sitting there thinking about this, that, you know, there's different kinds of readings that obviously you could be giving to somebody. Like, I'm sure there's like an endless amount, 
like obviously the people, you know, probably hear there, the most common one is like getting a natal chart reading. Right. And that's where they're really understanding, like how their own energy is showing up, where all the planets are, you know, where they all placed. And then you can give them kind of like that overall bl blueprint, but this is also kind of going that next step further where you're like, oh, I can actually, we could look at what is it? It's like what, 18 months out, right. Or 18 months back where you can kind of see mm -hmm. like what the potentiality like the is based off of like mm -hmm. where they are and what's mm -hmm. to come. And then, yes. yeah. So like explain that a little bit. Cause I feel like there's probably a lot of people that maybe they've gotten a natal chart reading. So they understand all that, but they are not maybe understanding that there's other things that they could be working with you on. Right. Like, I feel like maybe mm -hmm. like do it in regards to business. Cause I feel like that's what everybody always wants to know. Right. <laughs> They're like, Absolutely. give me more like insight on business and like how I could be mm -hmm. using a chart reading to help me mm -hmm. in business. Yeah. Oh, for sure. There's so much here. So within that, you know, I do, I have different readings for different reasons, but one of the things is like, okay, I call it like a cosmic wealth planning session, right? So something that I would mm. do in that session, it's like, yeah, it's super fun. Is, you know, <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> it's so good. Um, first things first is like, you know, of course, you know, tell me about what you're doing. Like, tell me about who you are. I'm not going to, don't, use me as like, yes, I am a psychic. I can claim that. I will say that. And like, I don't know about you. So just talk, just talk to me. <laughs> don't, don't test me. Okay. But the thing is like, when it comes to me being an astrologer, I'm seeing this as like, okay, you're, you're approaching me with, you know, a business creation or an offer or something you want to launch. Let's say I work with a lot of people who are like, trying to find the best like power days to do what right mm -hmm. and so we we recognize that you know um I'm going to see this as like okay here are the ways that you can show up right I already talked about mercury being like your voice right it's that's like the connection to you kind of channeling the content and writing the copy and you know putting it out there like it's the marketing it's the messaging right that to me is mercury right so I'm gonna see that in your placement in, in your chart, I should say. And I'm going to tell you if there is anything in particular that's either going to be impacting your Mercury, right? Or it could be, you know, one side of the spectrum or the other. It's like, it, it could be extremely good. Girl, Jupiter is about to be over your Mercury. That is the day that you show up. That is the day that you ask for the sale, right? Like, um, I'm, I'm going to know that versus if it's Saturn, over your Mercury, I'm like, mm, okay, this is the day where you might start getting in your head. This is the day where, you know, blah, blah, blah. So I'm always going to give you just like any type of that understanding. If there's anything right now, because we understand when we're looking at the birth chart, that's the energy you were born with. But, and I can help you understand like how to like express that more, like we were talking about earlier. But then there's still planets in the sky right now and they're in their own signs and mm -hmm. they're in they're in transit. They're going to be um, impacting your chart in a very specific way. So I help you understand that timeline. So when I'm looking at that, it's like, okay, if I'm talking about your Venus sign, I'm going to see that as like your relationships with your clients, your relationships with self-care. Are you taking care of yourself? Like how can you um, kind of be more receptive and be more in your divine feminine? And again, like that's going to be very 
specific to the person. And I'm also going to explain it in the way of like, okay, what area of your life are you meant to shine this the most, right? Like what area of your life are you meant to bring this out? So I'll give you an example. It's like, okay, if I'm looking at someone who has Venus in the third house, the third house being about communication and teaching and mindset, right? Then I'm going to understand, okay, that person's strong suit is within their mind, their intellect and the way that they're communicating. And that is the way that they need to be kind of like showing it to the world. Like they need to be more like writing. They need to be more blogging. They need to be more like in conversations with people, right? Versus if like Venus is in the eighth house, like me, then that's more like, a lot of like the underworld stuff right like a lot of like going a little deeper going into more of like the psychological factors of things going into more of like the shadows of things going into more of like the alchemy of things and transmuting things so that is going to be within your messaging within your offer that's going to be within like how you help your clients how you attract relationships like how the Venus in the third house is going to be attracting clients. It's going to be very different from how I'm attracting clients with my Venus in the eighth house. I'm going to be doing more magic. I'm going to be doing more rituals. I'm going to be doing more like, you know, things that cannot be explained, things that are unseen mm-hmm. versus a person with the Venus in the third house. They're going to be more like in the world. They could be the person kind of like going to the local cafes and putting up like flyers and they'll be seen like somehow they'll have that luck. Right. Mm -hmm. So again, like every house is the area of your life is going to help you understand like where to do things. Right. It's going to give you like the, the where, and then the sign is going to give you like the how, right. And the planet is going to give you like the what, like, what are we doing? Okay. So again like if we're talking about business like there's going to be a lot of alignment within just that individual planet alone for its own individual reason but at the same time um when it comes to like the transits that's going to help you understand like the timeline that things are in right now and I can see ahead of time if there's anything that's going to be impacting that specific planet so that it could be like a yes or a no, it's going to be a go or a, maybe you could wait like a day or two and, and do something else to help you instead so that you can understand like the ebbs and flows of what is to come. And so usually during that cosmic wealth session planning, it's like for the next month, it's not like, mm-hmm. It's not three months ahead of time. It's more like this is what's happening this month. Mm -hmm. But I have done like more deep dive sessions with people that we can go as far back as like, this is what is going to be happening for like the next three months, the next six months. Here are some things to be prepared for. And again, keep free will there. Like you can, you know, you're going to choose however you choose. I can't give you exact things that are going to be happening for you, but I can give you themes of like when to do what and why it's important that you do it around that time. Yeah. I could see how this would be so helpful. Like, especially for a business owner, like when my business owner side of me is like, that would be really helpful in a lot of ways, right? Like it it stopped me from overthinking probably a lot of stuff. Um, and it, Mm -hmm. and I could see how like this can help in like so many 
so many areas, right? Whether it's business relationships, you know, just all the things, right? Like who doesn't want that? <laughs> right? Exactly. Who doesn't like, want to Danielle and their life to just be like, can you just gonna tell me what's coming up the next month? Because <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. It's, it's mind blowing how much it helps my clients. And just overall, you know, there's, there's things that you can do on specific days, if like, you know, there's like a big transit going on, or there's just things you can do even just like every day to um, be more in alignment with even like the different moon signs, right? Like, Mm -hmm. we understand that even on like a marketing perspective, right? The moon sign changes every two and a half days. So that's, that can help you understand your ebbs and flows, your emotional, like, you know, roller coaster that we go on, especially since women are more connected to the moon within our feminine nature. But there's also just like this piece of that, that you can use within your content understanding. Okay. When the moon is in Leo, right? Like that's the day that I can show up live versus when the moon is in Virgo, I might be talking a little bit more about like routine and like things that I do on a consistent everyday basis. And again, it's like, because the moon is in Virgo for everyone, I'm talking about this, right? And everyone's going to relate to it because intuitively and emotionally they're connected to it. Even if they know the moon is in Virgo or not, they'll understand because like, they'll be like, oh wait, that's exactly what I was just doing. Right? Like that's exactly the message I needed to hear. Yeah. So even, so even just knowing like every day, what's the moon sign in today? Don't wait for the new moon and the full moon for that. You could radically change your life. You can understand like how that's impacting you on a personal level, how that, you know, the moon is going around your chart. What house is that in? So that you can understand the area of your life that could be affected by the moon that day, but also bringing that into your content and your offers and seeing how that relates to people on a deeper level. Yeah. That's such good advice. And the funny thing is it's always like, cause my husband is like, so not about this. Right. But every now and then he says things and I'm like, his energy is just, you know, cause we're all clicked in, even if we don't realize that we are consciously clicked in. Right. I feel like anybody who's listening to this right now, you're, you jive with this kind of stuff, right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or you're starting to jive with this kind of stuff and you're awakening into this kind of stuff. But it's always super funny when my husband's like, is it like a full moon right now? Or <laughs> is it like Mercury retrograde or something? <laughs> and it's really yeah. funny when he throws those out and I was like, why babe, what's going on <laughs> for you? Mm-hmm. Are you okay? <laughs> um, but when you talk about that, like, so let's say, cause obviously like you know, if anybody is looking to get readings and stuff like that, definitely they're going to want to contact you. And I'm going to put all your contact information in the show notes. But when you're saying like, if somebody was just wanting to kind of just keep tabs right on just instead of, cause I feel like it's very easy to go Google when's the next full moon, full moon and what sign stuff like that. But like seeing just like on a daily, like what you're saying, is there something that you normally use or check or like an app? Absolutely. Yeah. So I use the app. I Luna. I-L-U-N-A. It is like, I think, I don't know, maybe $2 to download it or something, but like so worth it to me because it gives it in very simplified um, format. It's like when you pull it up, it'll tell you like moon and Leo, but then there's also like a little calendar 
oh, sorry. Like it'll tell you what time the moon will be shifting into a new sign, like what day and time it'll be shifting into a new sign. And then if you look at the calendar, it literally just pulls up the calendar as if like, you know, you're looking at a regular calendar and you can see like all the little, you know, glyphs that are going to be that sign and you can click it. So it's like, you can go back in time, you can, you know, go ahead of time and you can see like, okay, you know, March 1st, it's going to be, you know, moon and Pisces, let me click that and see, um, you know, what that means. So it, it tells you. So it's really cool. Okay. So I definitely recommend that. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm curious about this. So like, I have my chart sitting over here, right? Cause I'm like me. Um, so I'm a sun, <laughs> I'm like me, um, I'm a sun. Okay. So I'm Aquarius sun, moon and a Pisces and a, oh my gosh, no, I'm not, I'm reading this wrong. Aquarius. <laughs> rewind brain. Okay. Sun and moon. I'm an Aquarius and a Gemini rising that I know always right off the bat, everything else. I'm kind of like, I don't always know right off the bat. I have to go look. I know I have like a ton of air in my chart and there's, it's mainly a lot of Aquarius in my chart and very little, anything else I feel like. Um, and my question, like, where was I going with this? So my question was thinking like, if I'm looking at that, right. And we're, we know like, oh, so like moon is going to be an Aquarius at, at one time. Right. It, do you feel like if I'm a moon in Aquarius or somebody else's a moon in Pisces, when it's going to be shifting, that they feel it more potently when it starts to move into their own sign. Like that's when they feel like it feels even heavier or like that's the full moon that feels like, dear God, why does it feel like my life is getting wrecked this full moon (laughs) or like whatever it is or like whatever the theme is like. Yeah. Well, yeah, absolutely. I would think that if you were to have like a full moon on your moon side, yes, you will definitely be feeling that a lot more heightened than other people. Um, However, when we're talking about just like every month, the moon will be in your sign with or without it being a new moon or a full moon. Mm -hmm. Um, That's called a lunar return, right? So that's when the moon returned to the same place where it was when you were first born. So we recognize that depending on what house it's in, right? Like what what relationship it has with you, um, the moon being like your emotional state, right? Like your emotional needs, like how you nurture yourself, how you nurture others and all of that. Then we recognize like, for me personally, like my moon is in my 12th house. So the 12th house is really like the house of like endings and closure and solitude and rest and trusting, surrender, like don't do anything. Let go of control where the moon is, when anything's in the 12th house. So that's my time that I usually go within. I go inward. I retreat. I kind of like shut out the world a little bit. Right. So I recognize when I'm in my lunar return, I'm actually kind of like in that space of just like, you know, my little cosmic womb, I would call it. Right. Like I just, I just go in. Versus if someone has like, you know, their moon in the 10th house of career, they may see that as an activation. They feel on fire. They feel like they're getting ideas. They feel focused. Like, so it really depends on like what house it's in. And of -hmm. course the relationship it could have with another planet involved, but, and of course sign will predict that too, but yes, you will feel it more just like intuitively. Like you'll just, you'll be more in tune with what you're meant to be receiving that day. Because I always think of like the moon sign as like, it's very receptive. It's not going to be like, so yang of like having to do something. It's more like what is coming towards me right now that I need to see and that I need to feel. Yeah. So, yeah. 
The other mm-hmm. thing I think that I feel like people trip themselves up over is the whole mercury retrograde business, right? I feel like that's mm-hmm. where most people start too, right? They, they learn the moon and they start hearing about the moon. And then everybody's always talking about mercury retrograde whenever it's happening and people start freaking out. And I know like for me, I was born in the, like I was either, I can't remember now. It was like either in the shadow or like when it was in mercury retrograde. So I feel like for me being born into that, it's like, I already, I don't feel, and I feel like even as a projector, I feel like that we're kind of, we live in this energy of just being able to be better at like kind of slowing down and kind of being in more of a deep self-reflection state and just you know, observing mm-hmm. things a little bit better. So I, I don't feel like it wigs me out, but I see how everybody else wigs out <laughs> with Mercury mm-hmm. retrograde. Mm-hmm. And so like, yeah. do you have tips to share around that? Like, cause I feel like that's a big one that I always hear people are always. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. No, Mercury retrograde is definitely, um, it's interesting because when I'm looking at someone's chart, if I notice there's like a little R, this is something if you ever looked up your birth chart and you saw a little R next to any of the planets, that means that that planet was retrograde. And of course there's other planets that could be retrograde as well. Now I want to go through and be like, where were all the other ones? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. So we recognize that, you know, there's outer planets like Pluto, Uranus, Neptune that, you know, could be retrograde and they may not affect us as deeply as like a personal planet like Mercury, right? Like that's a lot more like something you use every day. So of course, you know, I, if I'm seeing your chart and I'm like, oh, you were born with a Mercury retrograde, then I would see that that means that you're not going to be as affected with every, every time it's a Mercury retrograde. It happens like three to four times a year, right? It's very frequent. So, but then again, like um, they may feel the opposite effect. They may feel the Mercury retrograde effect that we feel when we're all crazy, when it's not in retrograde, right? So Mm. it's kind of, So it's interesting. It kind of is the opposite of everyone else. Yeah. See, the thing is, my love's like Mercury retrograde, since it rules, you know, the way we communicate, that's where like there could be miscommunications, misinterpretations, conflicts. There could also be like technology errors because it can rule technology, Um, you know, anything of any way that we're communicating. So obviously technology is where we communicate the most um, or when we just want to like get things done and something gets in the way. So it does, it brings up like inconveniences, right? It brings up some like um, speed bumps along the, along the way, but there's just a lot of mindset work that I say, you know, just like really understanding, like, first of all, if something's out of your control, like how are you reacting? Right? Like that's first and foremost, like it's really important that we have that energetic mastery of, of just, being aware of our triggers, being aware of like, you know, our boundaries, being aware of like what we need to kind of like set in place so that things can be more smoother when Mm. it's Mercury retrograde. And it's not so much like, oh, you're surprised that everything's falling apart, but your foundation and your structure behind how you were living before that Mercury retrograde wasn't stable. It wasn't, it wasn't that secure. So yeah, things are probably going to, kind of throw you around a little bit because there's just ways that you can prepare for, I guess, disruption of some kind. Right. So with, so within that, of course, to me, a Mercury retrograde can very much just kind of like bring that awareness. It's going to bring it really loudly Mm -hmm. of where you can, you know, kind of set yourself up for success a little bit more smoother and, 
also where things need to kind of be redirected, right? Like, so just really trusting in the timing and trusting that like, you weren't meant to have that post out there because the, you know, world glitched that day or whatever, right? (laughs) And like not being so upset of things that are like really out of your control because of course we recognize that like, the only thing we have control over is how we're reacting to that. So those types of things. But yeah, I just personally think that Mercury retrograde is, it's a beautiful time that it's going to show you a lot. And so I'm very, I'm very receptive during Mercury retrograde. So I'm like, world universe, like, what are you going to show me today? Because I, I'm personally very confident knowing like, I'm in the right place. I'm doing the right things. Like I'm doing the best that I can. off track, then I recognize like, okay, that was for a very specific reason. And I'm not going to like feed into that so much because I know it's a Mercury retrograde right now. So I'm just going to do my own inner work to help myself through that. And I'm not going to kind of like make it bigger than what it, than what it needs to be. And so I think that's, that's such an important reminder for everybody, no matter like what season you're at, right. (laughs) What you're going through. But I think that that kind of then leads into kind of, um, kind of, as we're winding down this conversation, I feel like what most people then are probably hoping that you're going to talk about is then when you look at astrology collectively right now, Mm -hmm. how, how you're using that to prepare or how things are going on, because if it's one thing I've been obsessed with right now is seeing how all the astrologers that I follow, how they're talking about like what has been going on these last two years and what is coming. Mm -hmm. And as we're moving through and how that's playing out on a global scale and what we're moving through as a collective. And it's always so fascinating to me to hear, you know, when astrologers are are talking about like, because we just had what our Pluto turn with right for the United States. And so I was hearing all the astrologers talking about that. And like the last Mm -hmm. time that that happened. Right. And it's, it's just always interesting from like a history standpoint too, of like how you can look at different periods of time that the planets were doing certain things and then what that might look like right now. So what do you tell people in regards to like that like that big topic <laughs> what's going on in the world <laughs> yeah, what's going on in the world danielle tell us right now what to expect because people are freaking out <laughs> yeah i i get it i get it so one of the biggest things that we need to be aware of is that you know a lot of what's happening within that pluto return specifically has already been in effect since 2008 so mm. again when we're talking about a return, that means that the planet returned to the same sign, the same place it was in when uh, you could say it was first born. So that Pluto return is using the July 4th, 1776 Declaration of Independence Day as the day that the United States was born, right? Um, However, we recognize that um, Pluto was in Capricorn during that time, right? So Pluto takes about 246, 48, it's like roughly approximately years to make a full cycle around the sun. So no one will ever personally experience a Pluto return, but the United States from that day is already in that now because Pluto returned into Capricorn in 2008. That was when the stock market crashed. And then we can all 
say that shit has been freaking hitting the fan ever since, right? <laughs> things have been a little <laughs> awkward. <laughs> things have been a little crazy. So when it comes to like Pluto, right? Like we know Pluto represents a lot of a lot of things, but one of the major things it represents is transformation death to rebirth cycles, um, just a lot of healing that needs to be done, a lot of purging that needs to be done. And it kind of just like brings that shadow and subconscious fear to the forefront. Like I always kind of think of Pluto as like a rug that you are like shaking out and like you didn't realize all like the spiders and the dust and the, you know, Mm -hmm. the things that we kind of swept under the rug for really, really long periods of time because we didn't want to look at it, right? now this Pluto return that everyone's talking about, the reason why they're talking about it now more than ever versus 2008 or any time from then till now is because it's at the exact same degree that it was in. So remember astrology goes by degrees. Mm -hmm. So there's, there's 30 degrees to one sign. So now that we're at the 27th degree, that's a really high degree. Um, that's intense and that's kind of going to like really start like emphasizing things and it's going to get louder and it's going to get just really shaken up right so I have I have predictions when it comes to you know some things that maybe in reference to right now right even just what happened quite literally yesterday right I saw the day of the Pluto return that 222 portal I literally went to the gym and I looked up at the TV and it was loud as ever, you know, everything that has to do with Russia and Ukraine and like, just like this possible war and everything that's happening. And I'm like, well, we're here. This is it. Okay. Mm -hmm. But we also recognize that it's, it's not just the possibility of war, but there's just like the possibility of like, you know, a lot of, a lot of things, a lot of topics that need to be discussed, right? And there's a lot of divide because anytime I think of a war, I think of there's division, right? Yeah. And and so we recognize that there's a lot of things that are being subconsciously kind of instilled in us, a lot of fear that's being instilled in us. There's a lot of um, secrets that are being exposed within these power structures. And there's a lot of things that we're recognizing are not working. A lot of systems that are broken, a lot of things that have been broken for many, many years since quite literally this country was born, right? And so of course we understand that, but how out of control it feels for us as people, right? That's where right now within this age of Aquarius, Saturn being an Aquarius right now, we understand like, Aquarius is like the rebel of the Zodiac. And it's also like, it's for the people. It's not for the, you know, the government. It's not for anything of a power hierarchy, right? Like it's more like everything is equal and we have our rights and we are basically able to say no. And we're able to kind of group together power by numbers and use our rights to whatever we need to do. So that's where a lot, all these protests are coming in. And that's where we recognize that people are going to fight back. And I personally think that this is very like revolutionary times, right? Like we're, we're yeah. in it. We, we are quite literally creating the textbooks that the g- generations a hundred years from now are going to read. Like we understand that, like we're, we're living it now, 
But we also understand that, you know, when Pluto comes out of Capricorn in 2024, um, Pluto will enter Aquarius. And I just think that we have to consistently look back in time, right? Like we have to look Mm. back at when was the last time that Pluto was in Aquarius so that we can understand the themes of how things are going to start to progress because right now we're in the thick of it because it's like that high degree and it's talking about Capricorn, which is a lot about law and government and the the masculine systems and the structures. And again, things that need to be quite literally, like we need to kill them off. We need to, we need to rebuild and we need to kind of rise again, like the Phoenix from the ashes, right? Like we we're in, we're in that energy right now. So there's a lot of grief. There's a lot of, you know, unknown. There's a lot of fear. There's it's, it's not easy. But I will say that when Pluto enters Aquarius, I feel like it's just going to bring back that sense of humanity and Mm -hmm. that sense of like everyone just like working together, community, like helping each other. And we're going to heal with all of these like new age tools and things that like people recognize like we have a different type of power. It has nothing to do with money. It has nothing to do with, you know, fighting each other or like just any type of ego things that are going on it's more like no we're just let's come back to what's most important let's come back to our values and I just think that that sense of what everyone's discussing is like new earth right like just like Mm -hmm. this beautiful collection of healing and helping each other that's going to be with starting personally I think 2024 Pluto and Aquarius things are going to be a lot more at ease but until then it's just going to be, it's, it's going to be a ride. It's going to be a ride. And it's just important that we understand like what our individual role is within mm-hmm. this. And that again, we can see things for what it is and don't feed into the fear and feel like this is forever because it's not, if there's anything astrology teaches me, it's that everything is temporary and that there's cycles that we go through and that it's going to keep, we're going to keep progressing. It's just how quite literally history is repeating itself in a way. Yeah. And I'm so glad we t- you shared this. Cause I feel like this is what people need to hear right now. And I know it's what I needed to hear right now being my little projector Aquarius, very heavy Aquarius self. Like, I mean, I feel this on like such a deep level of this imploding of everything. I see it in this imploding of what's going on collectively and all the systems, right. But it's also Mm -hmm. been an imploding of my own personal life. Like everything in my life felt like it's been just like everything Mm -hmm. just crumbling, but Mm -hmm. it is in that, like in order for us to rebuild and to have the change that people want to see. Right. Cause that's why I think everybody wants to see these big changes to happen, but it's like, in order for those changes to happen, we literally have to implode all of these other structures, we have to literally bring all this light to the darkness and really see it. And that's not easy and it's not comfortable to see it, but for years we've either been ignoring it or pushing it to Mm -hmm. the side or wanting to be very, um, naive and, or, and, or we have been unconscious to a lot of things, right? More and more people are waking up to seeing things for what it is. And 
that is disruptive. And it's a lot for our human bodies and nervous systems to take in. And I know, like, I mean, what I've been saying for a while now is like, what we're literally seeing is everybody showing up in their traumas and their wounds. And this is how mm-hmm. they, this is how they handle stress. Res- this is their other stress responses coming out. And so being me as this projector, and the interesting thing is for my chart is literally like the two channels that are pre- like huge in my chart is it's the listener and the genius freak. So literally I am here to literally listen and to observe to what everything is going on. And then I am supposed to be sharing my own perspective and talking about it, but it usually will come through sometimes as very like this unique kind of like out of left field, very Aquarius way of thinking and seeing, mm-hmm. but that's what we need as a collective to start shifting and moving. Yes. In age. So it's like, mm-hmm. I've had to implode a lot to get to that confidence of like, oh, I need to take this this way, even though that seems really weird and wonky. Nobody's probably going to fucking get it. And they're going to think I'm a freak when I say this shit. So it's like, Mm -hmm. I love it. And I can't thank you enough, Danielle, for just like breaking this all down and hopping on and sharing your gifts. And uh, I just, I love you so much and I love your energy. So share with others, like how they can connect with you and start working with you. um, Because I'm sure there's going to be a lot of people like, I need a reading or I need to work with you. Hello. Oh, do you hear me? Uh-oh. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, no, you're <laughs> fine. Sorry, darling. <laughs> yes. How? Um, yes, of course. I, I heard you. And then I was like, okay. oh, it froze. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, baby. Um, yes. So please find me um, on Instagram. If you're on Instagram, oh. my uh, handle name is Align with Danielle. A-L-I-G-N uh, with Danielle. And then if you want to find me on Facebook, it's Danielle Rosado. Um, but, you know, I'll, I'll share my information there with you, Blair. If anyone wants yep. to kind of click it, click and follow me because I always give different like astrology updates. And the most important piece of my astrology updates is that you know exactly like how to work with that energy. It's not just like horoscope writing. It's more like, no, this is like where, like how you can find this for yourself. And I give a lot of, um, walkthrough things within my, within my page. So yeah, so please find me and I'll, you know, I'll I'll give you my link to my website in case anyone wants to, um, you know, either book a reading or I have a lot of like new courses coming out this, this year in regards to like one planet at a time understanding like the depth to that planet and yeah how to actually work with it so it's not so much like of the overall theme of everything within your chart because that can be a lot of information and just one one reading Mm -hmm. but it it gives you more just like that what we were talking about digestible content of working with just one planet at a time and so I'll be doing like monthly workshops and building out courses that way too. Oh my gosh. I love it. Well, I love you. Thank you so much for coming on the show. And for all of you guys listening, I hope you enjoyed the show. I'm sure you did because this was a really, really good one. I am probably going to go back and listen to it (laughs) and just like (laughs) absorb everything that you were saying. 
Um, but if you guys loved the show, please share it, tag us. Like I said, I will connect Danielle's information. So please tag her and your takeaways and reach out to Danielle. If you have questions, cause you know, she's here to help and she does have lots of amazing resources and lives that she shares that are amazing. And I love you guys. And I look forward to seeing you guys on the next episode.